Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. You want to support Roller March Unfiltered? Be sure to join our Bring the Funk fan club. Every dollar that you give to us supports our daily digital show. There's only one daily digital show out here that keeps it black and keep it real. as Roller Martin Unfiltered. Support the Roller Martin Unfiltered daily digital show by going to rollermartinunfiltered.com. You can make this possible. All right, folks, today in South Carolina was the uh, 2019 Second Step Presidential Justice Forum. Well, the top 10 Democratic candidates were there, as well as Donald Trump, who delivered the keynote address. Uh, it took place uh, at Benedict College in Columbia, South Carolina. Uh, this has been going on for quite some time. And so here is an excerpt of what was said today. And I'm very proud of being involved with criminal justice reform and getting it done, getting it passed. And we had a lot of votes that normally wouldn't have gone that way. And they really uh, they were pushing me, some of them, at the end. And uh, we have some of the folks here, Tim Scott, Lindsay, they're here, but I'm going to introduce them in a little while. But we had tremendous uh, help. This was a bipartisan bill. We had a lot of support on both sides. And people that you would have least suspected really helped us a lot. So they've been trying to get this passed for many, many years. But to everyone at the 2020 Bipartisan Justice Center, it's my great privilege to speak with you today. And my true honor to receive the Bipartisan Justice Award. 
I am very, very grateful for that. And uh, it will be at a very high level in the Oval Office, a place called the Oval Office. Have you heard about that? It'll be right in the Oval Office with me. I'm very proud of it. Thank you. I also want to yeah, I think we've heard of the Oval Office. Dr. Carter, I want to start with you. Uh, Donald Trump wants to ride this whole issue of uh, criminal justice reform, but the reality is this was a very much stripped-down bill than the one that was actually sought by Democrats. That was first. Uh, folks like Jeff Sessions, folks like Senator Tom Cotton, and others uh, fought it in a significant way. And so what do you make of uh, Trump uh, holding himself up uh, as uh, this major leader when it comes to criminal justice reform? Well, I actually don't think it's just him doing it. I think he's gotten a lot of credit from a lot of corners for the First Step Act. First Step Act. And even though it's a, like you said, a stripped-down bill, it doesn't address any of the sort of more significant reforms that people have been talking about in terms of sentencing, but also even thinking about um, police contact, right, that lead many people to have um, these contacts with the criminal justice system. I mean, it is something. And I know that might feel... Um, you know, unsatisfying for many people, but it is something, right? It is getting in the right direction. And anytime you can get Congress to agree on something, I think that is a positive thing. Now, what this is going to mean for him in terms of, of, of the next election, I don't know if it'll mean much, but um, he's going to say what he needed to say, and particularly to that audience. I think um, the fact that he was at a bipartisan center um, made it uh, more likely that he kept his comments probably more tame than we've seen from him uh, in recent weeks. I mean, it was a good way to sort of say, you know, hey, I did something and take our mind off uh, what is currently happening with these uh, impeachment inquiries and, uh, you know, the Republican hijinks of earlier this week. So, I mean, I think it's, it's, it's one of those moments, right, that he can claim, and I think um, most people are willing to let him have it. Michael, uh, the reality is when you talk about uh, it was called the First Step Act, which means will there be a second step? Will there be a third step? Or will this be as far as Trump and the Republicans go when it comes to true criminal justice reform? I know Dr. Carter just mentioned it, and Roland, you know where I am on this because we've had this discussion. Um, and I, I guess we can appreciate the First Step Act, even if it was stripped down, and, and you got to start somewhere. But until you tackle the issue related to sentencing reform, and giving these judges, these, remember, life-appointed judges, at least on the federal side, um, actual power to make a decision when they see a file in front of them. If somebody, for example, has a small bag of weed or a small bag of something, and they get sentenced to 10 years, the judge should be able, in, a, in a sentencing guidelines, a judge should be able to say, you know what, it doesn't make any sense on this one, but if I see you back in the courtroom, then you're going to have some problems. Give the judges some discretion. They're there for lifetime appointments. They clearly have credentials to understand what the law is and then to look at a situation. Now, they get the file, and they have to adjust relative to what the guidelines say. And until that is fixed, yes, first step is important, but we got a long, long way to go. in the sentencing reform, that's where the battles will happen. Because, for obviously, for the Hawks... Deontay... Obviously, related to the Hawks uh, for criminal justice who like sending people to prison... Um, they're not they're going to fight it, and clearly other communities are not. Deontay, criminal justice reform is a very broad category, and so uh, Trump talks about uh, getting the credit for the First Step Act, but this is also the exact same administration 
that said we're going to go back to using private federal prisons. This is the exact same administration where Jeff Sessions, followed by Barr, uh, said they were rescinding uh, the order of Attorney General Eric Holder, where he said that U.S. attorneys did not have to prosecute people to the highest level to have far more discretion, that they would actually could advance in their careers without having to say, I got the most years in, pr in prison. They also, again, rescinded that. And so when you begin to look at this whole issue of criminal justice reform, you have the First Step Act, which was positive, but there are some things that Trump and his administration has done that have been negative that have actually done nothing. Because if on one hand, if you're talking about how do we address folks who are being sent to prison, but on the other hand, you say it's okay to prosecute folks at the highest level versus using proper judgment, you're actually doing both things and you can't act as if it's not happening. Roland, let me start off by correcting you. The president has not taken full responsibility of the uh, criminal justice reform. If you played a part of the speech where he goes through a long list of people, thanking them for their part that they have played in criminal justice reform, but he also talks about Jared Kushner and how Jared Kushner came to his office and pretty much begged for this to be done, and how Jared Kushner and Jerron Smith oh. played a major part in this. this That's the part that we have to understand, but the, le the next thing is, it's Deontay, bipartisan. Deontay, hold we, up, hold we, up, we Deontay, that was this speech. Hold up, Deontay, 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 one second. That was this speech. Donald Trump has before said numerous times, I got it done when nobody else could get it done. So he has taken credit. So, yes, he mentioned all the other different people. Yes, I'm fully aware of the role Jared Kushner played. I met with Jared Kushner at the White House uh, while this thing was going, when was in the House before he even got to the Senate. But Donald Trump has taken credit for it. The point I'm making here, though, is that the First Step Act is a piece of criminal justice reform. There have been actions taken by Trump's Department of Justice that actually are going to advance mass incarceration. So you said a piece, hence first step. When you have three steps in something, the first step is the first step. So it means there actually are more are to Are there come. three steps? There's, there's more to come. We're at the second step now. Where, we'll when? Be the third Where step. is it? This is the second step. We have Where second, is it? The hiring process. We have the second step hiring has been something that this is the, that was the name of the uh, event today was the second step. Uh, bipartisan form, and so there are more steps. That's why we named it the first step. No, 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 no. That's, the, no, 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 no. that's the form. Where's the bill? Okay, the second step. Who, whose bill is that? The bill The bill will be going to Congress, but we have to, obviously, it has to be prepared. When? No, no, no. Whose bill is it? No, no, no. You said, there's a, you said there were three steps. There's a yeah, second first. step that is being prepared Where's in the, the White Where's the second House. one? There's a second step that is being prepared it's in being the White prepared. House. It's being prepared. Yes. The first step has presented? just got passed. No, it didn't just get passed. So you, I mean, you could. So, what, what are we waiting on? You know how government works. <laughs> you know how government works. You can't pass a three steps hold in, up, in, but, in, in, up, in one but, year. But, but if you want to hold yourself up as being the one who got it done, I'm saying, where's the second step? What you was said the there first were three. step in Obama's administration? I was wondering huh? where that would come. What was the first step in Obama's administration? Uh, uh, the first step, the first step of the Obama administration was to actually do a review of the people who were actually uh, so in prison for eight and years. create and re a, one second. I'm not done. I'm not done, and create a real process to actually release folks from prison, uh, shorten those sentences. That's actually what was happening. That's one. Two. 
Obama became the first president to literally visit a federal prison. Three, Eric, I'm not, Eric Holder, changing the guidelines, telling his attorneys you do not have to prosecute people at the highest level. Four, stopping the funding, the use of federal prisons. Do you want me to go on? Roland, you can continue to take away from the... And, you and, can continue uh, and to take Deontay, away from the four let me also remind you. What, Deontay, let me ask you a question. Why did criminal justice reform under Obama, who blocked it? The Republicans blocked it. Oh, so don't Just ask like, the question, what did Obama do if you don't own up to your party blocking criminal justice reform? So who's blocking the second step now? There's no presentation of it. Let me also remind you. Let me also remind you. The bill that was passed, the bill that was passed in the House was a weak version. When it went to the Senate, it was folks like Senator Dick Durbin and Senator Cory Booker and Senator Kamala Harris who made it clear that bill is dead on the arrival unless it was actually enforced. And luckily, you had Senator Chuck Grassley who also told Donald Trump, hey, this bill is weak, so it was strengthened. So don't question what did Obama do on it when Republicans were blocking it. Roland, you what can I'm continue to take away. Is, you can continue to take away from the four blacks that were speaking today to thank the president on the help that they've received with with the first step. That you can continue to take away from it, but at the end of the day, it happened. There's more to happen, and I'm not stay taking tuned away for more. from that. Because right now you're taking. You're, what are you talking about? Right I'm now, I'm not taking away from that. You, you take. You're I taking am away speaking authority. No, you're taking I'm away from. You're saying where's the rest? Uh, I'm speaking. Excuse me. I'm speaking authoritatively about what is also happening by the Trump Department of Justice that is playing a to role. Make, your purpose in of it is to make light of the first step. Down. But I guess you deny that. The, your purpose of making light of, of your, your purpose is to make light of the first step. That correct. No, 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 yes, no, no. That's you're your, wrong. That's your purpose. My purpose is... No, no, no. Anytime nice you try. go negative, purpose, your purpose is to no, make no. light of the Deontay, first step back instead of saying Deontay, we came together. No, 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 no. No, 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 Deontay. No, see, Deontay. See, this is the between me and you. If we're going to discuss criminal justice reform, criminal justice reform, I'm not talking about one thing. I'm talking about multiple areas. And what I'm saying is, if the Trump administration wants to do criminal justice reform, reverse the, the, reverse the use of private federal prisons. Reverse Jeff Sessions' decision when it came to telling the U.S. attorneys, prosecute the highest level. Reverse the decision when it comes to what they're doing, pulling back from the sit decrees. Reverse those decisions, but don't say over here, hey, look what I've done, that's great. But over here, I'm contributing to mass incarceration. Roland Rome wasn't built in a day. Oh, here we go. Okay. <laughs> CJ, what's your thoughts? Well, first, I mean, if I was the president and I passed it, hell yeah, I brag all day long, all the way to Mississippi and back and to California and to Canada. So he deserves credit for it. No other president did it. Let it be. And have patience. I mean, there are a lot of people who at the table, whether it's Noble, FOP, the Urban League, NAACP, everybody's going to have various different degrees on what criminal justice should be. And it's about the sausage is going to be grind. And we're now at second chance hiring. 
Is there a bill around second chance? No. But what we, the president did do, harness the bully pulpit of the White House, the Oval Office, to bring corporate America together to talk about second chance hiring. Now, is there some stuff that's going to happen in a couple of days down the road? Sure. We just, you know, it's like show me. He's about to show you what his next step is going to be. And when he comes, we'll come back and we'll discuss it. Also, don't don't forget, um, Deontay, when you question what Obama did, didn't he sign the Fair Sentencing Act which actually reduce uh, the whole issue of uh, crack and powder cocaine? That did he Fair pass Sentencing the legislation Act played a huge the, role. Did, did he pass anything on criminal justice reform legislation? But we'll let, we'll let Roland continue to have He couldn't points. pass it because your party was blocking it. Um, See, here's the deal here that y'all for some reason don't want to own up to. Democrats had no issue working with Republicans on criminal justice reform under Obama. Oh, just like Clinton uh, did me, the Democrats 1994, had no problem Democrats did that too. Under Trump. The problem, the problem with, under Obama was that Republicans wouldn't work with Democrats on criminal justice reform because they didn't want to give Obama a win. At some point, y'all got to at least he own wasn't, up he to didn't the understand reality bipartisanship. your party, in eight years, in eight years, your party blocked criminal justice reform. Well, no, we didn't, and... All the black folks and Hispanics got locked Dr. up. Dr. Carter, I'm sorry. Are, are, are we living in an alternate universe? Miyabe? <laughs> I mean, I, I just, I, I think this is a conversation <clears throat> that'll go nowhere, right? You all will never agree, but I will say this. Look, um, black and brown communities have been over-policed for a very long time, and that's regardless of who has been in the Oval Office. And to the extent that any of these things can happen, I mean, the, the, what f the federal government can do is, is some part of this. I really think if we were talking about real criminal justice reform, we should look at local levels. State because level. some of these things that we are talking about, about um, hiring, for example, ban the box legislation has been appearing in cities around the country. I mean, this, this thing indemnifying employers so they will hire nonviolent, uh, formerly incarcerated persons has been going around for years. So none of these things are novel or new. And I think anybody who's been hanging around the criminal justice space for a very long time has been talking about these things for a really long time. So none of this is rocket science. None of this is new. And none of these are things, in fact, that this president or any other president should get full credit for because you really had pioneers at state and local levels, formerly incarcerated persons, non-governmental organizations, all kinds of folks who've been talking about this stuff for a long time and giving people real common sense things that could be bipartisan, right? They just get papered over um, because we like the politics of it all, right? And not thinking about the fact that these are real people's real lives. And so anything that we can do to lessen the burden on some of our most vulnerable citizens are always things that should not be political. Well, again, if people want to be serious about this, let's do it. But Michael made the most important point there, and that is, and, and let's be clear, in the First Step Act, Republicans fought sentencing reform. That was one of the biggest issues. And so let's see what actually takes place. All right, folks, back to our my unfiltered video in just one moment. All right, folks, of course, the holiday season is near, and that's the favorite time of the year for many of us. And, folks, we, whether you celebrate Thanksgiving, Ramadan, Christmas, Kwanzaa, or New Year's, this is when you think about spending time with the people you love most. This is also the time to count your blessings and support those less fortunate and look at how you can have an impact on their lives. Well, I have the perfect opportunity for you to be a holiday hero and have a major impact on other families. Here's the deal. Right now, hundreds of thousands of Americans are sitting in jail without being convicted of a crime. 
Why? Because they lack the financial resources to pay their bail. Think about it. If you are arrested for any minor offense, you will be taken directly to jail. If you don't have bail money, whether it's a few hundred or a few thousand dollars, you will stay there until a court date is scheduled. And that could be days, weeks, or even months. America's bail system is broken and has created a two-tier system of justice, one for the rich and one another for the poor. Freedom should be free. That's why the Ebony Foundation has partnered with the Bail Project and is sponsoring the Home by the Holiday campaign. With your help, our goal is to bail out 1,000 people by New Year's Day. Now, how's that for a holiday gift? A donation from you today can change someone's life tomorrow. Here's why it is critical. People of color represent 50 to 90 percent of the jail population across the country. Now, folks, when they stayed in jail, 90 percent of the people with misdemeanors ended up pleading guilty. However, when bail was paid, 50 percent of the cases were dismissed and less than 2 percent received an actual jail sentence. Sometimes justice just needs us. To join this fight, you can become a holiday hero by donating 25, 50 bucks or even more to help the Ebony Foundation bring our brothers and sisters home by the holidays. To donate, go to homebytheholiday.com. That's homebytheholiday.com. Now back to your Roland Martin Unfiltered video. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store.